Amani Variety joined us on the Down to Business podcast today. And do me a favor, take a second and think about something in your life. Think about something or maybe even someone who plays multiple roles or plays multiple parts. It may have a specific name. It may have a specific use or understanding, but it reaches a vast amount of things. It can serve multiple purposes in your life. It can take care and even make things much more easier for you, but not just one thing. Well, that's exactly what Kwame is aiming to do with his company, Amani Variety. Now, granted, he focuses on personal development, fitness, and creativity in the form of short stories. But he wants to be able to make sure that ultimately this brand is one, a household name, but two, something universally known and accepted, whether you're age 13, whether you're age 60. He wants to be able to provide value for you no matter what. So exactly how is he able to do that? And how do you play a part? And if you're not involved right now, how can you become involved to play a part and make sure that the impact is felt worldwide? So without further ado, I don't know what you call that tool, but for me, I call it episode 130, the Swiss Army Knife. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast. I know y'all kind of been thinking like, yo, he he been sitting next to people a lot lately. Like, you know, we've been really rocking with the live events. I've really been trying to do a lot more. You know, I love the virtual. I love the aspect that I can connect with people all around the world. But it's even better when you can sit face to face. I can be right across from you and we can really just get that real time interaction and really have that real conversation. I honestly even think my interviews live are better, but I'm not going to knock none of the previous episodes. We still all did our thing. So very excited to be sitting down with my dog, Kwame, though, man, somebody who I was able to kind of come in contact with at my job. And when people say, you know, energy is real, you just kind of feel that. I, I definitely got to agree. And I definitely think that that was kind of our story of how we were able to kind of build this rapport and this relationship. So we were somebody who, you know, you don't really see too many brothers around at this at this job that I'm at and things like that. So naturally, when you do, y'all, y'all politic, y'all resonate, especially no matter what it is. Sometimes it's just easy conversation, head not small stuff, questions, whatever. But eventually it builds. And with the right amount of people, when you see them, over and over and over again, it's like, okay, we're really going to build. So I really started talking to Kwame. We kind of got um, some mutuals actually at the job that were trying to work on some things. They found out about the podcast. We really, you know, kind of discussed goals. We even met offline and really met for like a good hour, hour and a half. It was probably even two hours. I lost track of time. That's really how much we was just politicking like that. But it was amazing. It's amazing, one, when you know, you're driven, you're motivated, you're very excited for what's to come, the future, whatever you got working on. But when somebody else matches that energy and y'all don't even have to be in the same industry, we don't do the same things at all. But the fact that, you know, he's just as motivated as I am. He's just as ready to get to it as I am. He's trying to put people in position and connect people the same way. So, man, he was really talking my language and essentially be here now. So very excited to be sitting down with him. Very excited for him to explain to y'all what he has coming, how you could be a part of it, how you could even support and help along the way. But most importantly, I'm very excited for y'all to connect with him. I think this will bring exposure for both sides. And I think it's needed. So how you doing today, bro? Doing well, man. Doing well, man. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So glad to have you, my brother. So we're going to get a lot of different people. I know we're going to get some Tampa people. I know we're going to get some Atlanta people because my boy came down from the A. I know we're going to get some Philly people, North Carolina. We're going to get all over. But I also know that we're going to have a lot of people new along the way, tapping into the podcast for the first time, finding out about it through a friend of a friend, however the case may be. So for everyone out there, just to put everyone on the same page, bring everyone up to speed, can you, one, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then two, just tell us what brings you on the podcast today. Yeah, man, sure thing. So, uh, yeah, what uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, prior military, did five years in the Navy. Uh, came out of the military and uh, was working for my father. My father runs his own construction company, um, studying construction management. Uh, ended up working at a uh, at a port in Charleston. Moved out of Atlanta and was a licensed crane operator. So I was kind of doing that game for a while. 
um, everything that's going on with Ukraine, everything that affected like what I was doing because we were offloading material that Ukraine had. So pretty much was out of a job. Had a good friend um, talk to me, and then I had a family member talk to my pops about this company that we work for, uh, Procore. Uh, ended up coming down here, just you know, taking a leap of faith, going into an industry that I've never had experience in. And um, I mean, I'm thriving now. I'm doing my thing, uh, and really just kind of you know realized you know some of the other people that's out here is, is grinding too. And uh, some of my man Tamar and like we just really politic and connected, man. And, and, and just seeing how that unspoken brotherhood, you know, just had to check upon each other, and we ended up really just linking up on something even personal. And then it was like, damn, I didn't even know you was doing the podcast. I didn't know you was like creative in that way and doing other things. He's likewise, he's like, well, I didn't know you had a lot of stuff going on uh, as well. And, and so that's how we got here. Um, as far as, you know, uh, with my brand, I'm working on a brand called Armani Variety. And um, yeah, that brand really is just uh, focused on really the emphasis of the variety, right? So as black folk, we're not just athletes. We're not just, uh, you know, someone who's musical or a producer or a rapper. That stuff is awesome. I'm not taking away from anybody over there uh, in that field, but we all saw a lot of other things too. I mean, look at me, I was a crane operator, I was in the military, I'm in sales now, I'm doing my thing. Um, and so just showing my brand is a showcase that like as, you know, an individual and really as as a black individual, um, I'm going to be experiencing, I'm going to be um, just doing different things that can show people that like you're not defined by uh, the one thing that you're good at. Or just, you know, if, if you're only in, you know, sales, like you can only do sales. Uh, so the three things I really want to work on is uh, for my brand and what it, what it kind of emphasizes on is personal uh, development, uh, fitness, and then creativity, which is focused around short films. We want to work on conveying a message in a lot of my videos. I love that, man. I love every aspect of that from the perspective of, well, one, you never know what a conversation can do. You never really know how far it can take you. Like you said, it really took us linking up. It really took us really sitting down outside of work, outside of a professional setting, outside of, you know, just what we do on a day to day and really just having that conversation as black men, as black individuals, as black creators, as black people wanting to personally develop into our fitness, wanting to, you know, continue to grind and go at it. So right. I love that idea. And I, man, it, it really lit a fire to me when we left that day. I went back, I told my boy and everything like, yo, yeah. it's time. And like, it's, it's, it's just certain things in life, even now too, with, losing my grandfather recently and just everything like that. It's just, it, it lights a fire under me just to go harder, just to keep things closer, just to hone in. Whereas, you know, I would definitely consider myself a hard worker. I love everything that I do about the podcast, my job, everything. But it's just sometimes those little knickknacks, those little words, something God is all around us in so many different ways, man. Sometimes he speaks to us through people. Sometimes he yeah. speaks to us through signs. Sometimes we miss it. Sometimes it really takes just honing in and really being intentional about things to realize where we want to go. But for you, I love the name and the respect of variety. Like you said, I grew up, Obviously, we a lot of us grew up, especially kids, you playing football, you playing sports, you think about league, you think about, I want to be famous, I want all the money, I want to do this. It seems so attainable then. And not to say that it's not, like he said, no knocking, none of that. Whatever you have a passion for, whatever you want to do, go do it. But there's so much out here, man. Plumbers, like you said, crane operator. I don't know anybody besides him who's ever operated a crane. But like you said, we need contractors. We need all different types of people, salesmen. We need community people, advocates, everything like that. So the fact that you know you can broaden that horizon you can let people know that there's opportunity out here exactly. it's ways to get your foot in the door i think that that's right. so important especially the younger generations because they don't know they they know what they see they know who they want to look up to they know what's being portrayed on social media and on tv and it's not always you know when the last time you see somebody you know promoting crane operation business 
construction, everything like that. No, it's always it's, it's that music, it's that fast lifestyle, it's that fancy stuff, it's the shiny stuff, and it, and it's really nothing wrong with that if that's kind of what you want to do. But that's not the standard, you know. Right. It's, it's so much out here that you can do that to get you a bigger bag, that to get you in better doors, that to right. get you better connections. If you really just have those conversations and do things, so I think the fact that you really took matters into your own hands with all the experience that you had. One, thank you for your service, most definitely. But two, just really, you know, thinking about everything that you have gone through, thinking about everything that you were surrounded by, people who you talk to, places you travel, companies you worked for, everything, and really wanted to expand on that. It's not easy starting a business, man. It's not easy starting a business to target minorities, and it's not easy going against the grain. It's not easy telling people that, hey, I recognize what you like, I recognize what you were raised on, I recognize what they put in front of you, but let me show you this. Let me show you how it's so much out here. Exactly. They say time and time again, you know, you can lead a horse to the water. You can teach a man, you know, you can teach a man, what is it? You can give a man, you can teach a man how to fish, finish it. I know what you're talking about. So right. Like, ah, where? Okay, okay. Because it's like you can lead a horse to the water, yeah. but you can't make him drink it. So essentially, you can give somebody all the tools, all the resources. And whoever tapped into this episode, I need you to finish that saying for me. I right, got right, something right, for you. Right. But you can give somebody all these resources, put them in front of everything. It's up to them to pick it up. It's up yeah. to them to take advantage of it. It's up to them to hone in. Okay, so when did you really realize you took a step back? You thought about all your experiences, everything that you were involved in. When did you really realize, okay, I want to brand this. I, I feel like I have a mission here. I feel like there's something that I can communicate and get out there for the greater good. All right, so uh, it's, it's actually crazy because the idea itself came while I was uh, training or getting qualified to be a crane operator. Um, and what I realized was it, it's real money out there. Like, it, right. make no mistake. Like, I made that transition, but like, as a crane operator, you, you can make an easy six figures. You know what I'm saying? So right now, yeah, I'm putting, yeah, I'm putting Come on. He put, he put it out there for you. No degree. You know what I'm saying? All you gotta do is pass the certification. But um, I was really realizing that like there are no brothers, there's no sisters, there's no people that I can identify with in that field. And so I realized that like I'm against the grain. You know, I'm not. I'm not someone that is common in that field. And what I realized was you kind of talking about just uh, overall expansion. It's a, it's a quote about who it was from, but they said uh, exposure is what leads to expansion. And so, you know, we can't grow as a people if we don't even know some of the outlets um, that are available to us. And so that was the biggest thing with uh, Amani Variety. Amani is my middle name. And um, I actually don't only use it among people that I'm really close with. But wanted to make that more out into the open and be personal with the people. Um, so that's why I'm called Money and the Variety is just, again, like, I can be a brother who likes to play ball, who likes to produce music, right. who's damn good at it, probably even get a check off of it. But I'm also a crane operator, or now I'm also in sales, which is another uh, career that I realized specifically even in my position, it's only me and one other person that is, uh, of, you know, my color right now in the office. And so just seeing that as well is showing kind of like, you know, it's not the fact that our people don't want to do these type of jobs and have these type of opportunities. Is that prior to me, if I didn't know, if I didn't have a family member and a friend who kind of like referred me to this direction, I would have never known that this was even you know possible. And so I came here off the grace of just you know having the right connections and people putting me on. But uh, when it comes down to like you know that the exposure leads to expansion, so it's always going to come to that. And I actually I got the quote. You give a man fish, you feed him for a day. Mm, you teach a man how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. So yeah, there it goes. So, go hungry. so now I, I, I can't take care of nobody no more because I got it myself. Yeah. But that's that's so crucial, bro. Time and time again, we just realize that sometimes you got to take a chance. Sometimes you have to to, to take a step back. Something I'm, I'm being so intentional about these days is just living in the moment, being in the moment. Stop mm -hmm. thinking about 
what's coming next or what do I need to do over there? This exists. Just be here right now. Be still. Exist around. Somebody told me when I was just in Philly not too long ago, yo, take a look at everything that's around you. We don't appreciate enough of what's around us, enough about nature, enough about life, enough about how we wake up every morning. Mm-hmm. There's breath in our body. We can move our limbs. We can walk. We clothes on our back, roof over our head, food, everything. Like It's just certain things that, you know, we're so routine. It's ingrained in us that it's just second nature. And it's not to say that, you know, we're not grateful for it. We're, we're definitely, I'm, I'm grateful every morning to open my eyes. But do I really think about it like that? No, I hear that alarm go off. And I'm like, all right, it's time to get the day yeah. started. But like, damn, I really got to, you know, pay high. That's why I post on my story every day. Thank you, God. You I know, I, I would not be here. Yeah. I would not be able, I wouldn't be able to open Instagram. I wouldn't be able to type without none of that. So, you know, I think about everything that leads up to these moments, everything that leads up to these situations, these job opportunities that we get, just when to expand and move out into different avenues. So, all right. I'm thinking about Imani Variety. I'm thinking about, you know, that this is important. This is something that people need in their lives. This is something that they need to be exposed to. What would you say now as you're developing this brand, as you're kind of getting more comfortable with it, putting yourself out there, stepping into, you know, maybe stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit, putting your foot into doors to get you into room. What would you say is the biggest form of how you get this message out of how people realize what you do? Because somebody, let's just say somebody comes across your social media or word of mouth or somebody's tapping into this episode. How would they really find out about what it is that you do? Are you doing this in the form of like events? Are you doing this in the form of seminars? I know you have a YouTube channel. So what does that really look like for you in terms of creation and promotion? So I have a YouTube channel. I'm actually about to get very active on that channel. Um, Instagram, everything is Amani uh, Variety. Uh, Instagram, Amani underscore Variety. Uh, one of the biggest things I'm going to be doing is putting out, and so actually having a series on the channel, because um, I mentioned fitness was a big part of it as well. Um, I'm going to be working with a personal trainer, and I'm going to be the testimony. So people are going to see this journey day in and day out. You know, I'm going to be posting on a weekly basis. They're going to see the workouts that I'm doing. I'm going to show. I'm, I'm doing a whole story behind it. You're going to see like I used to be really fit. I fell off. A good friend of mine, he ended up, uh, he ended up dying. Kind of made me depressed. I was eating bad, drinking bad. Mess my body up now. I'm in a better space. You know, I'm, I'm in a different location, better opportunities. It's time to change my, my lifestyle. So, you know, for people to really tune in, um, that's going to be the first kind of step, the, st- the stage. Um, you're going to see me go through this challenge. I'm going to be going through uh, not just working out, I'm be doing field work. I just signed up today for the Savage Race. So I'm be doing them obstacle mm-hmm. courses. I also have another obstacle course I'm doing Saturday. We get net recorded. So <laughs> there's a lot of motions going on, but that's going to be the first kind of thing to, to really – start to tune in on is going to be that fitness and all those videos are going to start coming out as far as like the messages I want to talk to people about. And it's going to be daily things that, you know, I go through as well um, that people can identify with and even being black and being in corporate America, you know, being uh, someone that is kind of singled out and knowing how to step, knowing how to move unapologetically and go for what's yours. Yeah, man. I One, my condolences, but two, I, I just think that what you said to be that testimony, that's, that's going to set you apart from anybody because you know, us, as people, not even a minority thing, but just as human beings in general, seeing is believing. It's one thing to tell a person, you know, you did this, you did that, you were known for this, you came all this way, you making all, you doing all of that. But to see that journey, for them to be able to really walk with you and resonate with you and feel like, you know, okay, well, if he could do that, if he came from a similar background, if he was doing something kind of the same type time that I was on, oh, I can do it too. I can make it happen. So for people, you know, the fact that you want to put yourself in position like that, the fact that you want to show people face to face, look, I can do this too. Yes. Life is not perfect. I'm not perfect either as a human. I'm going to t- I'm going to fall off. I'm going to, you know, sometimes I, I, I'm not eating the way I should be. Sometimes I'm drinking a little too much. Sometimes I'm binging things that I shouldn't be binging. You know, sometimes I'm in a space that I shouldn't be in. 
But it's about, am I going to stay in that space? Am I going to develop in that space? Am I going to just let it take me downhill? Or am I going to recognize, am I going to take a step back, do that reflection, do that personal development mm -hmm. and kind of build and, and hone in on that? I like what I did there. That's one of the principles I got to pay attention with. Me. Yes, so, sir. you know, I, I, I love that. And I'm very interested, you know, wanting to follow the journey as somebody who I would say, I love what I do. I could definitely tell you love everything about Amani Variety, but we can also say that you know, we've taken a step back from things, whether it just be because it was personal reasons, whether it just be because life hit, whether it just be because of relocation. We've both been in different places and different spaces, you know, a lot of times. But nonetheless, I think we can still both say and agree on we never lost a vision. 100%. We were always here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I classify myself as a visionary. I always see that. Come on now. You got to. Come on. You got to see it. So, yeah. Come on. But I think it's and like you said, I think it's so important to continue to, you know, all full steam ahead. No matter what happens, you know, delay is not denial. The minute you tell yourself, you know, okay, I can't do this no more. I'm, I'm done with it. That's that's you stepping back. Right. But just because, you know, you didn't hit your goals. There have been plenty of goals that I've set for the podcast. Plenty. People have seen it firsthand. I've been transparent about it. Everything that I didn't hit, that I may have not hit when I wanted to, but I hit it when I needed to. I hit it when God wanted me to. I hit it when he truly intended me to. And if I was somebody who, you know, let's just say I didn't get my episode goals or my play goals or my sponsorship goals or anything like that. If I just took that personal and I just said, okay, well, that's a knock to the podcast. I can't make it happen. Oh, I would have stopped this a long time ago, man. I'm not even making really the money that I want to make with this. But I recognize that it's people 20 years in this thing, 15 right. years in this thing. I even spoke about that on previous episodes. For me to think about, I've only been doing this since 2019. So four years this year in November. It's people, man, it's, it's people that's been doing this longer than I've been alive. And, and I just wanted to be, uh, not even say I want to be an overnight sensation, but I want the success to come like that. When it's people who had to work for these studios, had to watch things get built from the ground up, had to take L's, had to lose money, everything. All of the sort. So for me to not appreciate the process, man, I would I would be doing myself a disservice. But it also just makes things feel that much better. It makes me be able to look back now. I did three live events last year in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm doing a live interview right now. Appreciate that, bro. I'm almost at 15. By the time this episode, y'all hearing this episode, I'll be over 15,000 plays. We have 57 different countries, 38 different states. You know, it's just things like that. And I'm a one man band. You know what I mean? I want to build a team. I'm thinking about interns. I'm thinking about all of that. But I'm existing. I'm being intentional. I'm appreciating it now. And that's everything that I really love about that. So I'm thinking about your journey. I'm thinking about everything from the military, crane operations, sales, everything like that. What does what does really the trajectory for Armani Variety look like? I know you told me that, you know, you're you're in the process of developing and honing in truly on the fitness right now. But in a perfect world, if somebody pulled you to the side, yo, if you could really have this your way, if you were if you if I told you I could give you a piece or a resource or put you in position somehow, some way. What would that look like for you and your brand? What would you want or what would it what would it look like on the back end? The brand would be a household name. That brand would be able to attach itself to a variety of so I did there, a variety of different uh uh you know, just different industries, um, and be able to be uh, a brand that represents integrity, that represents uh accountability, personal growth. So I I would wanna at some point even get to a point where I'm talking to people, uh What's the word? Like not like a seminar. Like I'm I'm a public speaker. I'm a keynote speaker, and I'm I'm speaking to people based off of my own trial and tribulations and my experiences and how I got to where I'm going. Um, and also being kind of like that catalyst or like that. I, I want to be the ship that's in the water that is picking people up that are floating in the water because I want people to understand that like through my brand, I'm allowing more information that you may not have gotten through your peer group, you may not have gotten, that may not have gotten through school, um, like as simple as like sales. Uh, going into sales, for most part for the position I'm going for, which is an SDR position, you don't, need a, you don't need a college degree. And if you feel like college isn't for you, and 
I highly recommend if you have no direction, go to military. But if you don't want to do that either, give a shot. And if you have a competitive, you know, spirit, give sales a shot because there's a lot of money to be made. A whole lot more money than any job that I've ever been, you know, associated with. And so giving that exposure. You know, I think a lot of times the reason, again, going back to what I said earlier, is that us as a people, specifically for black folk, we don't know all the opportunities that's accessible to us. So my brand is kind of like that bridge to, you know, gap or yeah, to, to connect that that gap so that, you know, we're able to be able to thrive more as a people. So, yeah, I want to be a household name. Right? You could be 13 years old. You could be 46 years old. I want it to be able to you know, have value. Gotcha. And it will be just because, you know, we manifested it, not even just because we spoke about that here, but just because that's how you've approached this from day one. Right. That's the mantra that you feel like you say you're trying to bridge that gap. You're trying to make things happen for anybody across right. generations because the impact can be felt. And however you look at it, as young, you know, sometimes I wish that I, I got some of the things that I was able to speak to some of the people I spoke to earlier. in life. sometimes I wish that some of the knowledge that has been imparted on me just even recently. I wish I could have heard years ago. Sometimes I even wish I could talk to a younger tomorrow. Yeah. Just about mindset, just about things that I've learned and developed and everything like that. So, with you, why is personal development so important? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't know where I would be without it. I, I think that the way that I was raised, it was always about accountability. You know, my pops, he, uh, actually both my parents, they come from Jamaica. So, um, they come here with a certain mindset and failure is not an option. And if it is, it's because you did something wrong. You, you chose not to not to find that weak point and strengthen it. So my whole like embodiment of like how I was raised was based off of personal growth and, and always trying to get to that next level. Also being competitive. Um, I feel like where it came from, though, honestly, was just seeing that whenever someone tells you you can't do something or and it sounds so cliche. But like if someone tells you like or, or not even if it's a direct telling, but you can tell in the, the tone or the demeanor, they don't believe in nice. you, that that drive is what really made me want to be like, okay, well, since you don't think, you know what I'm saying, you don't now, believe now I'm about to get to I'm it. about to show you what's going on. So, you know, yeah, you, you about to get me fired up. You <laughs> Come, on, now. Fired up. Come on, man. But yeah, man, it's uh that's like the the core of my personal growth. And, and actually I misspoke. The core of my personal development is actually, I'm, I'm visionary, we think far, far ahead. Uh, my legacy is what drives everything that I do in a positive way. I want to consistently grow as a human being, as a man, as a future husband, um, so that, as a future father, so that when I have children, they're able to look at me with uh, admiration. And they've seen how far I've come, even. And I'm always gonna bring it back to, because it's currently what I'm doing right now, but even in the sales uh, position, my first month, everybody knows. I don't, I don't know how many months more I would have had if I was doing that, you know. But I, I kept saying, like, I got to do better. I put myself in uncomfortable positions. And um, and, and I got to the point where now people are asking me for questions. So, you know what I'm saying? So the driving force is, is legacy, though. It's making sure that in the future I'm able to be that example for a lot of different people, for my kids, and really for myself. I hear time and time again on this podcast so many common themes, and I would definitely say making yourself uncomfortable is a big one, and it's yeah. something that, you know, it, it comes with life. It's not something that we want to do. No. Nobody wants to feel awkward. Nobody wants to be out of place. Nobody wants to be told no or that they're wrong or that's not the right way to go right. or be delayed or denied anything, but... 
failure is a choice. And I, I, I used to really think that it was a, it was sometimes it was just luck of the draw. Sometimes you just had to fail. But no, sometimes we, we, we just take it as failure because it's not the outcome that we wanted. There's a lesson behind that. You know what I mean? So you can learn from it and just realize, okay, I didn't fail. I just went down. I learned a way that didn't work. Right. Go back at it. Like you, even like your parent, kind of instilling that in you, realizing that you know you really have to choose and be deliberate and say, "I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go back to that no more. I'm not going to try again." Even if you don't go back, nobody telling you go back down the same exact path. Veer a little bit. And you know, I think that's a problem though. Is is that even and I hear exactly what you're saying, but even with the failing part, what why is it so bad? Right, to fail, you fail. Okay, cool. We don't got that grit no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if if you really want to achieve something, if you want to be really good at something, if you want to be the leader at something make that impact you got to be okay with failure you know what i'm saying if you really want to you talk about personal growth you're gonna fail you're not benching 225 first day you've ever been in the gym you're gonna fail and realize okay wow this is a little too heavy for me so let me go ahead and start off at you know 120 and build the way up it's the same thing in every avenue every facet of life you got to be okay with failure if you really are an advocate for personal growth I'm gonna let him just host it, y'all. You know what I mean? Like this is, but no, that's it's, that's truly that's perspective, man. And that's like you know, as way I think about high school tomorrow. I think about middle school tomorrow. I think about football tomorrow. I think about before the podcast tomorrow. My mindset was totally different. How I approach things. Sometimes it was really my way or the highway. Right. And sometimes you know, I, I no, I hated being told no. Now I love it because sometimes I feel like it's a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I was told no or I wasn't given what I wanted because I just need to go harder or it just wasn't my time. Or it could be both. Or it could just be God telling me, okay, let me let me throw a test your way. Let me see what's going on. Let me see really are you are you practicing what you preach? Because anybody can get on a soapbox, anybody can get on a TED talk, anybody can tell you what sounds good, what sounds right. But when they when they close that door, when y'all leave after them tickets are sold out and the show is done, they go live a totally different life. They go live something totally up. We see it. We see it. Whether you want to call people out or not, we see it. We see people who don't live truly what they preach, but because it sounds good, because it can sell tickets, because it can get people in a room, because they have a presence. It just settles, mm-hmm. you know. People can lie directly to your face, but with a personality with some charm to it, ooh, make it sound good. It sounds, you know, put put some people in some rooms that they shouldn't really be in. So I think that it's important when you really remain intentional through and through. And when you look at things and you question it, you challenge it. You, you just said it. Why? Why is failure bad? Why does that have such a negative? Con- Even the word it begins with an F. Like F is just a strong letter. Like it's just like a, <laughs> think about all the words that start with F. <laughs> Come on, like them, them words be strong with food, but yeah. that's fire. But think about a lot of these words. Think about the connotations and things that we put, and the energy that we put in on things. Exactly. If we switch that, if we channeled it differently, if we just looked at our mind, appreciated perspective, mm-hmm. it would change how you look. Some people ask me, man, yo, how do you remain so optimistic? How when things just seem like they're not going right? Are you still checking on people? Are you still making sure people are good? Are you still doing? Because it's all, it's all, it's all here for me. It's all just like I appreciate that. At one point, I wasn't like that. At one point, I was very selfish. At one point, I, I could care less what anybody else had going on, or anything like that. But going through different experiences, having so many different conversations, being taught, being put on game by so many different people—my peers, colleagues, people younger than me, older than me—everything. I tell people all the time. My little brother is one of my biggest inspirations. He's taught me so much, and people used to look at me crazy. My little brother would be nineteen. This month, it's just like how how can somebody younger than you expire you? And that's your problem. When you don't realize that, you'd be surprised what this man to do, what this man to show me. This man to set me at his computer and code his stuff in front of me. I can't code worth a lick. But it's just little things like that that make you realize. Okay, if he if if he instead of playing the game all day, if he really opened up his laptop and started coding while he eating lunch or something like that in between, 
damn, what was I doing? Or why, why did, you know, that I can get on the podcast and make something happen. I can schedule an interview today. Right. I can go talk to somebody. I can, this man is 18, 17, 16, coding, sitting at the dinner table, eating coding, figuring things out. I'm looking at his screen. It looks nuts. I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. You know what I mean? So, so many things of that, just in different ways, just talking to people, having different conversations. I've been in so many places from North Carolina to upstate New York to Philadelphia to now Tampa. Man, I've gained so much across from that. I have to implement it somewhere. I have to appreciate it, though. I want to just have to realize that everybody lives a different life. Yeah. Even when I feel like my world is tumbling, when my world is crumbling, when things aren't going my way, when I'm upset, money, this and that, it's somebody out there that made a way out of that situation. It's somebody out there that's continuing to make a way out of that situation. And it's not always going to last this way. Think about all the times that you weren't where you wanted to be, whether it be financially, whether it be mentally, whether it be spiritually, physically, whatever. Those felt like some of the longest days, hours, weeks, months, however long it felt. Those felt like some of the law, like it felt like it was never in and there was no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But think about the flip side. Think about when you just on your high horse, when can't nobody tell you nothing. Oh, it, it feel like you're like, damn, like, oh, this is solid. This is fire. You never really think about that time and aspect. You never really think about when you're being blessed and when it's coming your way because it's just what you expect. It's just that connotation. It's just, you know, it's just like, you know, you sometimes you know. And I feel like a big thing, too, is like to, to kind of get a better grasp on that and, and I think it's made me a little bit more appreciative of the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows you can have in life. Is knowing that when you're having a rough patch, right? Life is kicking your ass. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I didn't curse on Grandma, we sorry. Yeah, you sorry, Grandma. <laughs> right? But um, in life, you know, life's kicking your ass, right? You you kind of you, you feel like you've done every avenue that you can, um, but you just keep falling short. That time will pass. But also, when you live in life, you with your homies, you popping bottles, life is up. That too will pass. So just knowing that art of like things will pass. Uh, you're gonna have your good, you're gonna have your bad, but staying on that equal that equilibrium. Just knowing that like, okay, this is tough, but I'm gonna get through this. You know, oh man, I'm living good right now, but let me maintain this. And if you know things can happen, but I'm not gonna slip on the high. You know, really staying at that equal, that centered kind of you know level. Um, I think that makes you appreciate the good and the bad. Um, I've had a lot of, you know, downsides, um, but I appreciate them now more than ever now that I'm more centered, I would say. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's real. What do you, so I'm thinking about the impact that you're trying to have. I'm thinking about the impact that you've already had. I'm thinking about the knowledge that you will impart, that you've already imparted and will continue to impart as, like you said, that legacy. These generations come after and after and after you because a modern variety is going to exist long after you're gone, my brother. Like, it's just going to be something that, you know, people look at, your kids look at anything like that, whether it's because it gave them a job opportunity, whether it be because it gave them a different perspective, whether it be because it helped them, it fueled their fire. It's something that, you know, you kept this generation. So you talk about as young as 13, as old as, you said 46, but I'm, we could do 70, 80, 90, however right. old you want to do. Right. What do you say to someone who says, you're just preaching to the choir. It's only certain people who want this like that. So what I what I really mean by that is okay. I think about the podcast. I think about just visit. I think about support. Just that word right there. That simple word. How how loosely it's used, but the connotation that it can have. People sometimes think support is all about money. If you're not spending money, you're not really supporting. You're not in my dreams, man. This is support right here. Right. We spent no money to make this happen. To just sit down and really, man. You know, we. This is the most. This is the most inexpensive thing I've done. You know, but what do you say to somebody who says, man, we see it time and time again. We got people who want to be these activists, these visionaries, these important figures in society. But essentially, they don't 
they're only preaching to a certain amount of people. You're not really going to get the impact that you deserve. You're not really going to get into the rooms that you need to be in. You're going to have people where it's going to go in one ear and out the other. What do you say to people who really, in a sense, they doubt the true nature of this impact that they can have? What do you say to people who don't really think that, yes, Amani Variety, it will focus on the fitness. It will focus on the personal development. It will focus on all of that. But it's only going to hit a certain amount of people. But you, you're thinking global, you're thinking worldwide. So what do you say to somebody who doesn't really understand the nature of what it is that you're trying to do and the impact you're trying to have? A lot of answers to that question. One, I said it earlier, the people that don't believe in it, that's perfectly fine. All that's going to do is fuel me. So I'm going to continue to be consistent and keep myself accountable and keep uh, pushing out that, uh, that, that content. Um, I understand that even on a uh, national level, let's not even take it global, just national for a second. Not everyone's going to agree with me, right? Not everyone's going to agree with the methods or the ideologies that I have, um, and, and that's perfectly fine because I am not trying to seek your attention. I don't aspire to be the number one content creator. I aspire to be the most impactful. With that being said, the question really doesn't mean much to me because I know that at the end of the day, the people that will be listening are the people that need to hear it the most, and that's all that I'm here for. Also, how many people like me, are really doing this. You have a couple, but how many? Can you name it? And if you can, you probably can only name it on like one hand or two hands at most. It's not 50, 100, 1,000 of us, you know? And so the fact that it's not that many of us and the ones that I can identify with, they're older. They're in their 50s or in their 60s. So with that being said, at some point, that turnaround, once they're kind of slowing down, who else is taking that charge? A newer generation has to. I'm taking that throne. So that's just what it is. But at the end of the day, yeah, I'm here to represent the people that need it the most. And I know that, you know, I believe, you know, I believe in God. I believe that I put in the work and I'm being honest, being ethical about it. And I'm being real and transparent. It, I'm going to attract the right people. I can care less if you don't like anything that I'm doing or my ideologies because I'm bringing something positive. So at the Come end on. of the day, I ain't want you anyway, man. Come on. Come on. I, so I frame that question like that. On purpose. I, I use the exact word that I did because any business owner, entrepreneur, visionary, creative, human being, let's just let's just be very simple and clear cut. Anybody who truly, truly, truly has a passion, has a vision for something, loves what they do. I tell people I'm a, I'm a kind of backtrack a little bit. When I used to give a description of the podcast, I always used to say business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives. If you're not in that realm, I, it wasn't that I didn't want to talk to you. I didn't want to talk to you. It was it was just a thing of like I was just I was just really sticking to a script, man. I was really sticking to like what I knew. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But now when I give my spiel, I say the same thing every single time. I got it like the, it's like the back of my hand. So people tell me, so what do you do? Like, what is your podcast about? I say it's called Down the Number Two, and it's called Business. I say we interview business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, or essentially, if you have something that you're passionate about, something that you love to do, love to talk about, love to impart on others, I want to talk to you. Oh well, when I when I open that up. I started getting real estate. I started getting mental health. I started getting law firms. I started getting all different. And, and I see that myself, I was blocking a blessing. But now to kind of move it forward and prove my point, I worded it like that because anybody in their right mind, in their right field, whatever they're doing, when they have that passion, when they have that love, when they just have that unwavering just grit, they're not going to care what the what the opposition is saying. They're not going to care what the masses feel. I'm I'm preaching to the people who I need to preach to. And that's exactly what I did with the podcast. That's why to this day, I think my boy KC, today is actually his birthday. When y'all hear this episode, it won't be his birthday anymore. But big shout out to my boy KC because he was somebody who came to my crib 
told me about the podcast and essentially said, make a personal page. When he said that, I said, bro, no. Like, I'm, no. You're telling me, I, I straight up told, he sat on the back, I straight up looked at him, I said, no. Yeah. Like, bro, you telling me that I'm going, I'm going at the, from the 3,000 range, 4,000 range of followers, so now I got to start from scratch, so now I got to build this up. He said, bro, you also got to understand everybody on your personal, everybody who you're doing this for followed you at one point for, for a purpose. Or because they either liked you, they resonated with you. Maybe they didn't even realize they followed you, whatever the case may be. It doesn't mean they're with you. It doesn't mean they're with what you're doing. You know what I mean? People just do this sometimes because it looks good or because family will follow you just because. Right. But then he said, okay. He said, make your personal page and see the translation. See how many people come over. See how long it takes. See who does it. See who, Because those are the people who are going to say, okay, I follow his personal because, I, you know, that's just me. That's my man tomorrow, whatever the case may be. Do I follow his vision? Do I like what he's doing in any capacity? Did anything resonate with him? And when he said that to me, man, if I had that podcast up and running by the, by the end of the weekend, and it, and I really saw for, and it wasn't even a thing of I wanted to call people out or I wanted to just single folks out or I wanted people to feel bad or anything like that. It was for me. It was because, mm-hmm. like he said, if people truly support or if people are truly rocking with you or resonating with you in one way or another, like they say they are, then they'll be there. They'll be following. And as I think about, you know, because I remember when I did that back in 2019. I remember who followed. I remember who doesn't. I know to this day who don't follow or different things like that. But it just lets me know that, okay, everybody is not going to rock with what you got going on. They can rock with you as a person, rock with how you, who you are, the personality. Y'all go out. Like you said, pop the bottles, had a fun travel. But when it comes to just certain lanes and certain avenues, they may not hear it. Right. It may take you having it. Because for some people, it took me having an interview with a friend of theirs. Mm-hmm. To, for them to follow. You know me, but because I finally bought your homegirl on or your homeboy on or your brother or your girl, whatever the case may be, now you're coming this way. Right. He said, just watch and see, bro, and watch your brand build itself from there because the credibility and everything like that, you're not going anywhere. Your personal is not going anywhere. But he said, people don't necessarily, they, they follow you to see you, to see Mar26 underscore, that's my Instagram name, not to see Down the Business Podcast all the time. Right. He said, if they want to see Down the Business Podcast, they'll go follow Down the Business Podcast. It's something really captivating about that, though, because it's like you you then really realize the people who truly support you and, and who support you on a consistent basis. Mm, consistency. That's that consistency. Work. So my channel is also based around two things. It's a consistency and accountability. Mm-hmm. Consistency and accountability. Now, when we talk about support, it's something very captivating about seeing all the people who, oh, my gosh, we love what you're doing. You're doing your thing. You're only saying that to me because you see me in person. Right, right, right. Last time, you know, you like know. the post. Right, share right, 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 right. But it also shows you right there and there that, like, at the end of the day, you have to be your own motivator. You have to be your own fuel, your own energy. And you have to kind of build that uh, idea off the, from the ground up. Um, and there is a beauty in that. Because at the point to where you get to meet the goals that you have set, you can't have it taken away by saying, oh, well, I just had a big following. Or, oh, People only like me, so they supported this. No, when you, like you said, that personal page, you know who's there and who's following genuinely follows the podcast. Right. They're watching this episode. They're watching the next episode. They're watching the episode after that. So it's like knowing that you have that, that true following, that true fan base, it shows the quality of the people who are really tuned in right now. And I really appreciate all y'all who are tuned in right now. And I really think that, that was one of the greatest conversations that me and KC ever had because it put in the moment, I won't tell him that I won't say that I won't admit that. But looking back on that, had I not made that move, who knows? Right. Who knows? Like you said, who knows how genuine it really would have been? Who knows who really would have rocked me? I may have even started to lose personal page followers. 
Right. Because that, why he keep, well, he went from doing stuff totally different, showing me his weekend moves and work plans and all this stuff, to now he just podcast, podcast, podcast. Well, if I wanted to see the podcast, I would, he should make a, you know. But like you right. said, it really goes to show it's not about who's just going to click that follow. Who's consistent? Because mm-hmm. there's people that probably follow the podcast that, that yeah, might have muted me right, or right. that might forget they follow the podcast or don't even really check it that much or things like that. So right. for me, it really allowed me to differentiate. It really allowed me to put myself in a different zone or a different space because, yes, while I still post everything from my podcast on my personal, my podcast is the one-stop shop for everything. Right. You want to know something that's going on, what's coming up, my podcast is going to hit it heavy. And I also think about, too, nobody is going to go, and I say this time and time again when people ask me, why, do I, why, why am I a one-man band? There's really two reasons why I'm a one-man one, nobody is ever going to go as hard for your yes. brand, what you do, your passion as you. They could love you. They could support you. They could want nothing but the best for you. Mm-hmm. I want nothing but the best for Amani Variety. But Kwame is always going to put in more work than me when it comes to Amani Variety. That's just mm-hmm. how it's going to go because he lives, breathes, dies this. You know, this is what he started from the ground up. This is his foundation. And that's how I feel about the podcast. I feel like no matter who I bring along, little brother, sister. LBs, man, whoever, you're never going to just eat, sleep, and breathe down the business podcast. I don't want you to because you, you can't. One, you can't. And if you do, then we got to talk because why are you going so hard? For the, you know, like, like where's the, where's the special? The, you feel me? Like, I need to know. There must be something deeper in there. But two, why I really say that is because in some form or fashion, there's been so much collaboration here, whether people realize. If you've ever come on the podcast, you've helped me out. If you've ever promoted the podcast, you've helped me out. Shop with the podcast, you've helped me out. Been to an event, you've helped me out. Partner with me for a giveaway, you've helped me out. I got people who I've brought on who I've never met face-to-face who have given my audience free items. Just off the strength of the experience that they had with me. Just off the strength of the professionalism of the podcast and just different things like that. So while I say yes, when people ask me, well, what's your team look like or different things like that, it's just me, Tamar Turner. But I'm going to always tell you. Oh, this would not be possible. And even in almost every single post, I try to say, man, thank you is not enough. Without y'all, I would not have been able to amass where I'm at. Y'all came to events. Y'all supported me. Y'all wrote reviews for me. Y'all gave me motivation when y'all didn't even realize it. Scrolling a podcast page for me is nothing but motivation. I don't really follow a lot of personal pages from the podcast. I mean, I do, but I don't. I follow a lot of businesses, a lot of business pages inspiration, motivation, everything like that, because that's what I love to see. I, if I want to see the personals, the pictures, all of that, I go to the personal page. I got 4,000 plus followers. I see enough of everything. But when I'm on a podcast page, I'm straight seeing motivation. I'm, I'm straight seeing people grinding. I'm straight seeing people being transparent, people coming up, people billboards out there, people hitting $10,000 months, people opening their own studios, people performing live and things like that. That's what I need to see. And all the, I tell people all the time, like they say, yo, you're such a motivation to me and you really consistent with the podcast and you dropping this and you dropping that. I say, bro, it's because of y'all. Yeah. I look, I see a money variety posting, hashtags, stories, quotes, with the quotes with the little logo at the bottom too, letting them know this this AV right here. You know what I mean? You already peeped that. I, oh, I, 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 I see everything, man. I may not like, I may not comment, I may have, you know, gone ghost a little bit. I see it all. And it's, it, it keeps me going because when I see that, it's not like, it's not even a competition thing. Oh, he did that. I got to be right. But no, it's like, oh, he dropping content. He making it happen. He put out something today. Even on holidays, when y'all put out, I love when y'all do the holiday thing of like, you just say Merry Christmas or like, Happy Thanksgiving or something like that, but you put your little business touch on it. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man, because it's like you thought about that. Right. You thought about it. You said, okay, everybody else celebrating, everybody else eating, having fun, whatever, whatever. Let me do something for the business. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, let me let me figure out what I can do content-wise and just different things like that. Y'all give me so many ideas and just different things that y'all help fuel the podcast. You don't realize that. So I thank all of y'all for that. But at the end of the day, 
I say that to say because he just said it. There was a message in his answer, and y'all didn't even catch it. There was a thing of he said he doesn't care how you feel about it, if you support it, if you rock with it or not, because he's going to do this for him regardless, and he's going to attack and get to the people that he needs to get to. And for those he don't, it's either he's never going to get to you or it may just take you a little longer. Because it was some people who, you know, I got you. You came around. It took a little while, but you came around. Now you rock with it. And now you kind of tell me, like, you feel like you was missing some things or you had to double back or everything. We're not going anywhere. It's the Black Mirror podcast. It's the Black Mirror personal development right here. We always, you're going to be able to tap in and tune in at any point. It's just a matter of where along that journey you want to come in. So now, Amani Variety, we... we we end this interview. We we close this laptop right now. It's it's all over. We walk out the doors. What's next? What are we thinking about? Man, what's next? Uh, hopefully, we can collaborate. You know, work oh, on for some sure. more episodes. Oh, we about to, we're about to get busy. We, we about, about to get, get busy. busy. You know what I'm saying? So that's first. First thing foremost. Thanks. Um, what does that look like right now? I'm working on three different productions. Working on a short film. Working on some videos for uh, the fitness uh, mini series I'm having on the channel. Um, so that's what I'm working on. The biggest thing right now is networking as much as I can, um, trying to expand my brand um, and, and that exposure and really just kind of get more into the habit of I'm, I'm also, in a sense, a one man band. So I'm working on a lot of stuff, editing my own stuff, really kind of getting that that rhythm going. Um, I'm actually about to start this. Uh, some of y'all probably heard of it. Um, most of y'all probably have been, but it's called Monk Mode. Um, where you're working like between the ranges of 18 days to 27 days throughout the month, um, you're pretty much kind of in a grind. You have like certain things you do, like you drink uh, gallon of water or whatever. You uh, you make sure you pray before you go to sleep and when you wake up. Um, push-ups, just different things that will keep you in a focused mindset. Um, and then from those remainder days you have in the, in the month, you, you turn up, you have fun, you party, oh, you yeah. party hard, enjoy yourself. But then after those days are up and that new month starts, right. you get right back in that grind. So that's what that looks like for me, just really getting focused, um, going through that month mode so that I can really hone in on the content that I'll be uh, providing for uh, for you guys. And uh, yeah, man, me and this man right here working. Want to get a lot of stuff going. Love his mind. Love the podcast. Love everyone that's you know tuned in. Um, it really shows, you know, because I, I watch his channel as well. Um, and, and the support that he does get, it's, 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 it's fire. I ain't even a lot. Like, I hope to get the type of support that he gets. So, You're locked in. And that's, yeah. that's really something. That's the beauty of really this podcast. I watch people come on, and now I got followers following followers. I got people doing giveaways unbeknownst to me. I'm yeah, logging right, on Instagram. Right. I'm like, now nah, I know y'all ain't even know each other. But now y'all, but I love that, man. I'm, I'm all about really just connecting and, and plugging the dots and then putting that puzzle piece together because, man, it's, it's always going to be collaboration over competition here, man. We never going to, if I can help you eat it, we can get one day, man. My, my ultimate goal with this, man. I want to have a black strip mall. And for those of y'all who really don't know what a strip mall is, if that's like a foreign concept to you, it's really just think about a, a plaza that you've ever been in where none of the stores really relate to one another. You got a supermarket, you got a hair store, you got sneakers, you got uh, Dunkin' Donuts in there or something like that. But I essentially, I want everybody, because I think about in these 120, 130 plus episodes right now, how many different industries and variety of, I've talked to some creative individuals. I've talked to people that I didn't even know you could have a business in that or an LLC in that, or you could even be, you know, you could even be monetizing that like that. Right. I want everybody to have their own exposure because why? Because when we control that, when we monopolize all of that, we can do whatever we want. Right. We can do the pop-up shops. We can bring the people out. We can have the communities. Think about what you grew up in. Think about the experiences that you had like that. I, I never really, you know, pop-up shops were foreign to me. It wasn't really something that I was used to. But to be able to go to a place where people are essentially just doing what they love and, and like, a, like imagine like a, a sneaker con 
or like a Comic-Con or like a Rolling Loud. Just a business owners and entrepreneurs. Man, we would change the world. It's, it's so many people out there who you haven't connected with that could really change your life. It's so many people that you have one conversation. I've done it at my job. I've walked past people who started companies in Czech Republic, who started companies in Prague, who started companies mm-hmm. all over the place that had I not stopped and talked to them or had I not asked them, you know, how you doing today or what's going on? would have never known anything, man. It's, it's people who you walk past every day who could be your next make or break. Like I even disclosed on some of my previous episodes, I used to think that, man, I needed to bring on viral people. It was at one point, I'm going to be very transparent with y'all. It was at one point I was only trying to find women, like beautiful women to bring on my podcast because I'm like, yo, that's real. if I bring these beautiful women on, look at all these followers, look at all these, but how authentic is that with me? You know, I was going, obviously we was going to sit down, we was going to have a great interview. I was going to do what I do. Yeah. But on the back end, it's still going to be that thought in the back of my mind. And I'm not really doing this from tomorrow's down to business, really why I started for exposure, for creativity. No, I'm doing this because I want to be a one hit wonder. I want my podcast to hit a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. No. Once I once my boy said, yo, just talk to the people that's right in front of you. Just realize that your, your blessings are right amongst your midst. Man, if I ain't start getting interview after yeah, interview after real, interview after real. interview after interview, and man, it's just gonna make it feel that much better because now I got people connecting. I got people who can have genuine conversations with one another, and I love that, man. So, Kwame, we talked about a lot today, man. I can definitely say that. Obviously, from the from the past meeting that we've had, I knew the passion. I sensed the just the the visionary in you, obviously. But for now, you've exposed that to everybody else, and I'm excited to see people tapping with you. I'm excited to obviously follow along your journey, starting yes, with the Savage Race, doing the Monk Mode, everything like that, man. But do you feel like before we tell people where they can tap in with you, where they can find you, where they can show love and everything, do you feel like there's anything we haven't touched on today? Even any last words that you want to leave for other people out there, whether in regards to, you know, people who are trying to work on personal development, people who are trying to get in that fitness lane, people who are a business owner, entrepreneur, solopreneur, do you feel like there's anything out there that you just want to say to the people? Yeah, I would say uh, the two key components, again, is, uh, and I would say write this down, put it in uh, either your bathroom mirror, put it right on the door before you leave, consistency and accountability. Um, with that being said, and giving kind of like a small little uh, to-do list, I would write out three or four things that you don't normally do that you know would be productive. Um, and let's just say, for example, reading a book, one chapter a day. Do that and do like a mini month mode, right? So do like 15 days, do 10 days where you lock in and you do that. You know, uh, meet that, that, that goal and then take a couple, take a week off and then do it again and then try to up it from 10 days to 15 days, 15 days to 20 days until you get to that 18, like I said, to the 27 range. And really just make this year about really honing in on the things that you want to do. Pick three things for the year. One thing you have to do for the year, the other two is extra credit. you got to lock in on one of them. You have to make progress every year. So you choose one out of the three. If you want to travel places like you for your your New Year's resolution is you want to travel somewhere out the country, that could be one. Um, you want to get a better job. Uh, let's say you want you're working, I don't know, uh, as a contractor and you do want to try sales, right? Make that your priority. Okay. And then you have a third one. Let's say you want to same thing, fitness, right? You want to lose 20 pounds. Of those three things, you have to outline which one is more a primary focus for you and make that the one that is a must-have. Like you, You're going to do that. It's just a matter of when you're going to do it. Then the other two is like, if you're motivated enough, and if you're a dog, like, you know what I'm saying? If you're a dog, then yeah, you're going to get all three. 
but just always keeping that accountability and making sure that you have those goals outlined so that you always can keep yourself in check and just do a check every two weeks, man. Check like, what am I doing? What am I, am I going down a path that I want to make sure I can achieve this goal? We love call to actions. That's exactly what that was. So look, man, y'all know I love holding people accountable and y'all know I love being consistent. So for everybody, anybody and everybody who's willing to lock in, who's willing to do the mini mock mode, the full mock mode, just do any mode where it just, it just you know, test your discipline, test your focus, but challenges and enhances the lifestyle. Let me know. Let's make it happen. We can even get a mighty variety in it and we can really make this happen. We can make this a challenge, low key, and really good. just accountability keep it on top of each other's progress and then look back on the end because we don't want to end the year the same way we started, man. We want to be bigger, better, and all of that. So mm-hmm. obviously the most, and well, no, I'm not even going to say the most important part, but one of the most important parts of the interview is this right here. So for everybody listening, for everybody who wants to tap in, wants to find out more, wants to wants to keep up with you for the Savage Race, wants to figure out, you know, how the mock mode is going, wants to even figure out the personal development, the fitness journey, wants to even figure out maybe how they can even partner and collab because they may have something that you need or you may have something that they need, vice versa. Where can they find you? What's the best places to tap in with your social media, all of that? Yes, sir. So check me out. Uh, if you search me up, Amani Variety, it'll pop up on all social media platforms. Um, Instagram is Amani underscore Variety. Um, yeah, man. It, I'm I'm open to to collaborate. Love to you know just uh what's the word kind of just pass around ideas and and keep myself in that creative space. Uh, but yeah, man, all social media platforms. You search me up, Amani Variety. I'll pop up YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that. And that's Amani with an A, y'all. Don't get it confused. Correct. A M A N I underscore Variety. Come on now. So look, man, I, I I'm always so very grateful to be sitting down with people, whether it be face to face, whether it be virtual, anything like that. Anytime that we can really get on here, chop it up politic and motivate one another because I definitely think that's what that's what we did here because I'm feeling I'm feeling good man I'm I'm definitely just ready like I said I've had a lot of just life experience that put me there too but it's sometimes you just you just need another fire lit on you sometimes you just need to hear from somebody else to recognize okay we here with it we, we gonna right, make it right, happen right. so like I said it's all love I always appreciate everybody Kwame thank you man just from from day one for just being you know, that man. genuine you, you know, know just being you that know. genuine dude just being able to chop it up even being yeah. able to meet with you offline and really recognize that you know two black individuals three black individuals because we ain't even disclosed the other, sort, the other source yeah. who coming soon yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just being able to you know just have three young black kings just really trying to make things happen man I'm so motivated by it and to everybody who consistently and continuously show his love and really just makes this happen and really gets us off the ground. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner. Let's get it.